Hey everyone, today is May 17th. Uh, just finished up the last rounds of the NHL and NBA playoffs. Um, the NBA second round, NHL first round, and I have never seen so many Game 7s in my entire life. Um, this was back-to-back, awesome gameplay, extreme parody on all of the leagues, um, I, I mean, this has been a wild week of sports. Um, so we're going to get right into it, starting off with the NHL. Um, and we'll start off with some some takes I had from the last episode of, of where I was wrong. Um, and I think that most of these games were close. The only problem I had was some of them were way too close. I mean, the Hurricanes and Boston Bruins series should not have been that close. The Penguins should have won 4-1 in the series. The Rangers just somehow pulled this series out of their ass. There were a lot of weird moments in in the NHL playoff uh, series. The Oilers somehow were you know struggling against the Kings, which was unexpected. I'm just kind of shocked. And you know, hand up takes. I think the Oilers not being as strong as I thought they were, being one. Um, and then the Penguins uh, not being able to finish off the Rangers being the other. I thought that with their playoff experience, uh, the Penguins would be able to finish the job. Um, obviously, not having Crosby in for um, a game and uh, you know not having a goalie in for a bit, that, that kind of hurt them. But at the same time, um, if you watch that Game 7, Penguins should have won that game fairly easy. Uh, they were up 3-2 at, you know, at one point. Terrible call on Rodriguez. So I'm going to I'm going to not put my hand up totally on that one. I'm going to do a little B button take action and and say that the Penguins should have won. Um the Rangers are still not a a great team. Are still in that kind of first you know year or two of of developing what could be a really good team down the road. Um they're going to get bounced fairly easy in the second round in my opinion. Um so let's 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 look into these matchups. Um the Flames and the Oilers. I think the Oilers needed the scare that they had against the Kings to really get things going. Um, the Flames also had it fairly close against the Stars. Great overtime thriller in Game 7. Um, the Flames have not really performed well at home with their crowd, and I think the Oilers kind of had that same problem. I think that the Oilers are going to come out strong here. I've got the Oilers winning this series. Uh, I think it's probably going to be f- f- six games. I'm going to give I'm going to give the Flames two games um, and have the Oilers win 4-2. to two. And then we've got the Avalanche and the Blues. You know, you might as well just sign your ticket on for the Avalanche. I've had a preseason future on the Avalanche winning the whole thing. I think that they're just the best, you know, structured team. They've got the most talent on the offensive side. um, And they just rammed through the Predators. It was not even close. Every game, seven, six goals. Um, So, you know, the Avalanche are just on a roll. 4-0 4-0 against the Predators in their last series. I, I expect them to maybe do 4-1 against the Blues. I don't think the Blues have a chance against the Avalanche. This is just way too talented of a team, and they've really got something going here. So take the Avalanche to win in five um, with the Blues maybe winning one lucky one at home. Next one, the Hurricanes and the Rangers. Uh, like I said, I don't think the Rangers are for real, and the Hurricanes kind of got, you know, I guess woken up by the Boston series, so I think that the Hurricanes will come out swinging and, and play a little bit stronger. They were great during the regular season. I still like 
um, defense that the, the Hurricanes have. And I'm not really too convinced on the Rangers. You know, they were down 3-1 in the series. They come back against the Penguins. It's impressive. But the Penguins are still not the greatest team. You know, they weren't the, you know, the Penguins of, you know, t- five, you know, ten years ago. Um, but the Hurricanes, I think, are, are legit. I think that they've found something. They've got a good, solid team. I'm going to take the Hurricanes here. I think that they win in six. I'm going to give them two two bad games just because they might screw up, you know, a little bit. Um, and the Rangers, you know, have a really good home field advantage. They've got really solid fans. Um I saw, you know, on an article today, the Hurricanes are banning New York out-of-state fans. Uh, I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know. You know, you can look up the the article. It's it's out there somewhere. Um, but they're going to try to keep that home field advantage as strong as possible. Hurricanes fans are crazy people. They're insane people. Um, one of the most rabid fan bases out there, uh, particularly in hockey. So, um, you know, they're going to perform well at home. I think that that's fairly obvious. I think that they win. Uh, like I said, in six. And then the last one, I think the most interesting of the four um, is the Panthers and Lightning. Lightning coming off an awesome comeback uh, series against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, which if you recall in my last episode, I uh, predicted happening when Toronto was up in the series. Um, I think that the Lightning, just with that experience and with you know the Toronto Maple Leafs not having you know crossed that, that line before, having gone, gotten over that hump, Lightning had a, a pretty good chance of doing what they did, and um, so I, I think that this will be a much more interesting matchup. Florida has now gotten past the uh, initial hiccups that kind of prevented them from being a legit contender. Now they're in that you know phase. I think the Panthers are for real. They have the best scoring offense during the season. I think they have still a fantastic scoring offense. Um, and I, I don't know that the Lightning is going to be able to hold that. So I'm going to give the Panthers the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to have them winning this series. I think it's going to be a close one, though. Um, I think the Lightning have proven that they are tough. They're willing to fight. Um, I, I'm going to have the Panthers winning 4-2. I think maybe one or two of those will be an overtime win by the Panthers. So I'm going to take the Panthers uh, to win this series 4-2. And that's it for the NHL. I still think your best bet is Avalanche and Hurricane matchup in the Stanley Cup Finals um, with the Avalanche winning. So uh, if you can find good odds odds on that, definitely uh, look into putting those futures down. But in terms of these first games, uh, let's look at the first game lines because... Uh, you know, you might be able to get some good value here. I like, uh, the, so the Florida Panthers at home, there have been a lot of overs in these overtime games. It seems like, you know, the consensus totals are like five, five and a half to six and a half. Um, overs have been hitting a lot. So if you're going to, if you're going to go for some overs, I think that the Tuesday games today are, are pretty good ones to, to go for. I think the Panthers and Lightning, Panthers at home score a lot. Um, and you know, we saw in that cap series, the average is, you know, pretty high in terms of those totals. So I'm going to go for the Panthers winning this first game at home and the over six and a half goals to be scored, um, in, in the game. And then for the blues and avalanche, uh, I'm going to take the avalanche here. And then I'm also going to have the over six and a half there. I think the avalanche could easily score, you know, four or five goals and all the blues need to do score two. So. Um, all right, for tomorrow's games, for the first games on the uh, other side for Wednesday, I've got the Hurricanes winning at home, minus 165, and then I've got 
I actually have under five and a half. I think that this first game is going to be a tight one. Um, you know, probably like a three-one score, two-one score. Uh, but I'm going to take the under on five and a half. I think the Rangers will be tired from that series. I don't think their offense is going to be as strong coming out. Um, and the Hurricanes are going to be defensively all over the puck. So take the Hurricanes to win the first game and then under five and a half. Um, the Flames and Oilers. Flames favored here 160, minus 160 at home. I really like the Oilers here. I would think that the Flames, you know, at a home game, this minus 160 t- tends to be what you'd see for, you know, home you know home favorite. I think that the Oilers is a lot better than than what they showed in that last series. I'm going to take the Oilers here uh, to upset the Flames in the first game, um, which, you know, call it an odd pick, call it whatever. But I think that you could get some good value on this first game. We've seen that, you know, the Flames aren't necessarily the best at home as, as they, you know, played against Dallas. Um, the Oilers are, are better away anyways. And so I'm going to take the Oilers here to win, take the plus money, um, and then I'm going to take the under six total because uh, these are both strong defensive teams. I'm not entirely sure uh, that the Oilers or the Flames are going to score more than three. So I think this is like a 2-1 game, uh, kind of similar to uh, the Carolina Hurricanes game. I think both those will go under. The two ones from today will go over. And that will be it for the game one uh, lines. I will put on my Twitter, uh, the HFT Bets Twitter, the lines for the other games later on in the series. And then we'll come back with more NHL analysis and uh, series bets on the next episode. But let's move over to base, or basketball. Excuse me. So basketball, um, some really good series here as well. Also really close series. Um, the Celtics-Bucks won fantastic series, and the Suns-Mavericks ga- games, which shocked the world, or I guess shocked some people, didn't shock the Chris Paul haters, shocked the uh, um, Phoenix Suns lovers. Um, but we can see in this second round, you know, in, in, in the NHL, I got seven out of the eight series right. The only series I didn't get right was the Penguins and Rangers, which we all know was bullshit anyways. Um, in this one, I got three out of the four. So, you know, the Miami Heat beating the Sixers, um, that one was fairly obvious. 76ers don't really have all their pieces together. James Harden is not the same James Harden from the Houston Rockets. Uh, Joel Embiid said so himself. He's more of a role player now. Um, and the Miami Heat have just been disrespected left, right, and center. So I, I, I liked the Miami Heat. They did the job. Um, it kind of, you know, was starting to get scary when, when the Heat couldn't close out early, but they, they were able to finally get it done. The Celtics Bucks. Uh, a lot of people hating on me for for not taking the Bucks here. I just think the Celtics are a more complete team. We saw that, and you know the answer to Giannis being Al Horford and and uh, just like an absolute dominant uh, Grant Williams clearly shows that this Celtics team is for real. Uh, they're here. They're sticking around probably too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see Celtics Bucks uh, in the playoffs be close series for the next you know five years. Um, this is going to be a very, very tight um, East for the next few years, for sure, if these teams stay, stay together. Um, the Celtics winning 4-3 to three in that series. I had the Celtics winning that series at plus money. Um, a lot of people loved the Bucks. People thought that they were legit, found all their pieces. Clearly, uh, they were not able to stop 
um, the Celtics from um, just outplaying them on, as a team, playing better defense, and, and that's you know defense does does make a difference, and people don't realize that in the NBA anymore, which is sad to see, which is why I like the Celtics. Um, if you know, if you listen to the earlier episodes, I have the Celtics a big preseason future on the Celtics um, winning the whole thing, and you know I have them getting to the conference finals, which has cashed. Um, uh, which will be nice, and I think that I had Phoenix and Celtics matchup, which obviously will not play anymore, going on to the Suns and Mavericks. Mavericks pulling up a very, very big upset in this series, uh, showing that Luka Doncic is the real deal. Uh, Luka is is crazy um, under pressure, and this Mavericks team is is solid. Now, it is a one-man show, in my opinion, still. You know, I think, I don't remember the stat, in that game seven, I think Luka had 27 points. The whole Suns team had 27 points at one point. Um, so, you know, you got one player who's kind of dominating the show, obviously. The Suns, they have the talent, they have the pieces, but something is just not working in the scheme that is causing them to, I don't know if it's giving Jay Crowder too many shots and missing, or if it's Chris Paul having just a terrible series. You know, there are a lot of things that can be attributed to this, but I, I still think Chris Paul is, is, you know, one of the greatest guards to ever do it. I, I like Chris Paul a lot. Um, I know that a lot of people are hating on him after this series. I think the Suns will be back. I think they'll be strong next year. I don't think this is the last we've heard of them. But the Mavericks going on to face the Warriors. I thought the Warriors pick was a very easy one over the Grizzlies. Um, you know, this Warriors team is back. They've found something. So uh, I had the Warriors winning in six, actually, so that they did. That was good. And then going on to the finals for the West, uh, we've got the Warriors and Mavericks. I I think you take the the Warriors here pretty easy. I think they're going to go back to their glory days, to the finals. Um, I don't think the Mavericks are ready yet to face a more complete team like uh, the Warriors are with just excellent shooting capabilities yeah, the Warriors' defense, you might say, is a little, little iffy. You got Draymond, who's pretty good, but you know, when you've got shooters like Curry, Thompson, just lighting it up, and then Wiggins all of a sudden having great performances, um, and, and some of these guys, these other guys on the on the bench, I, I I think the Warriors have something really going here. Get take them for the final. Um, they're going to beat the Mavericks. I, I think it might be a four-one series. I don't think this is going to be close. Um, the Warriors are are a lot better of a team than, than the Mavs. So, also kind of interesting. Uh, Warriors three seed, Mavericks four seed, beating the one and two seed. So uh, you don't see that too often. For the Eastern Conference Finals, you got the Heat and the Celtics. I like the Celtics, obviously, um, and I'll take them to win the series. I don't think it's going to be uh, necessarily a blowout series. I think the Celtics probably win four to two. Um, and one of those games maybe going to overtime. Um, but I think the Celtics will win. I don't think they win the first game, but I think that they'll win uh, you know, a solid three games in a row and kind of just t- take a little bit of a, a lead, a control, um, as the series progresses. Um, let's look at these first games, though. Uh, the lines are pretty interesting. So the Heat favored at home by two points. Um, and I think a lot of this might be overreaction to the Celtics. I think a lot of people are just really hampering on those Celtics. I, 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 this is a disrespect line, um, and I'm going to give the Heat the benefit of the doubt. I think the Celtics, you know, Celtics can start off slow, 
and you know we saw with the Milwaukee series that they kind of need a little bit to, to adjust. I think that that's going to happen here as well. So I'm going to take the Heat minus two. I'm also going to take the under. I think the Heat will have, uh, if there's any other team in the East that has a solid defense like the Celtics, it is the Heat. So I'm going to take the Heat to shut them out, probably under 100 points. Um, I know the, the under right now is 204, so uh, that would have to be the case. I think that this is going to be like, you know, 100 to 89 kind of game. And then for the Mavericks Warriors game, Warriors at home minus five. Take the Warriors minus five. It's a pretty easy bet in my opinion. Um, I gave you Warriors minus seven in game one at home against the uh, Grizzlies. That worked out great. They won by like 35 points. Um, and I'm going to take the over as well. So it's over 214 and a half. I think the Warriors score like 120 points here at home. Mavericks probably around. 100, 100, uh, 110. So um, take the Warriors minus five over to 14 and a half. So that's it for the NHL and NBA. In terms of other sports news, I'll, I'll have probably an episode dedicated to the NFL draft, um, NFL preseason futures here soon, um, the NCAA football preseason futures, um, and maybe a little bit of men's baseball. I like um the world series uh the college world series is a fun time and so i think we'll, we'll do a little episode on that the preseason favorite right now being the tennessee vols um this baseball team i saw a quote somebody i don't remember who it was somebody was like this is the best uh college world series team most complete team we've seen ever and so i, I think i'm going to challenge that i don't think that this tennessee team is going to win at all and um we'll see who that that is that will beat them maybe oregon state Maybe Miami. Maybe somebody else. Anyways, good luck on your bets. Good luck for your teams. See you next time.